0: Hey, hey sisters, we are back with another episode here on the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast, and we are continuing on with part two of this episode series with Robin Ryan McDonald. Today, she is sharing with us about grace-fueled health, how to make choices in alignment with your vision, and some simple yet effective tips for moms to create a health-focused lifestyle amidst busy mom life. Welcome to the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. Do you desire balance and want to glorify God with your life? Are you often up late at night, conflicted between whether you accomplished enough or you were present enough with your kids? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel overwhelmed by all the things on your to-do list? Hi, I'm Sasha Starr Robertson. I know the weight of that stay-at-home mom life. It can feel like a burden to stay on top of things when you don't know how to manage your time and struggle to read your Bible. You want structure, a routine that flows, and a little time to pursue things for yourself without mom guilt. But you keep telling yourself, there's no time. And I can't find a good schedule. Well, sister, you found the solution. On this podcast, you'll find encouragement to help you live rooted and grounded in Christ. Time management tips for busy moms and mindset shifts to help you feel organized, productive and peaceful, focusing on what matters most. So grab your cold brew or kombucha and strap those kiddos into the car seat. And let's jump into today's episode. I believe we all have different seasons in life where we focus on health or maybe we don't focus on health. I know I've had a few of those in my own life. I remember back to a particular season last year when health was a focus. And then with 18 days notice, we found out that we were going to be parents and adopt a little boy. And suddenly health dropped on the list of priorities. I was focusing on my family and my home and my faith. And our finances to be able to pay for the rest of this adoption. So health didn't really have space to be in my top areas of focus. I was so grateful that I was able to implement healthy habits in my health that sustained through that new season of motherhood. But what I really want to point out here is that I was able to recognize in that season what my priorities were what my focus areas were so that i was able to live fully present in them and not focus on too much all at the same time this is one of the things that we do in the purposeful priorities clarity call we figure out what matters most to you in the season of life that you're living in or maybe the season of life that you're going in so that you're able to show up present and peaceful in each and every area that really, really matters so that you can cut the chaos and the overwhelm of doing all the things all the time. So sister, if a purposeful priorities clarity call sounds like something you would benefit from, I have space available on my calendar. The link is in the show notes. And without further ado, let's dive into part two of this little episode series with Robin Ryan McDonald. If you haven't already, definitely go back and listen to episode 175, where Robin shares the first part of this episode. Catch this vision. That's a huge part of your, your program. And then you said grace-fueled. Yeah. we share a little bit about that? Because I think that's a big thing for moms. I, I've shared a podcast episode as well about giving yourself grace, multiple episodes. And so I'd love to hear your take on this.
1: So I've got a, a little bit of a spin on it. Nothing, nothing that we can't find in scripture. I think oftentimes we view, we emphasize one side of grace. And so, yes, we absolutely need to give ourselves grace. Grace covers our sins. Grace covers our mistakes. And at the same time, Grace is literally the fuel of transformation. It's by God's grace that we become more like Jesus. It's by God's grace that the yuckiness of our soul is revealed, healed, and and released. Right. And in the same way, God's grace applies to our health. So you know, for example, you show up to work and somebody brought. The donuts and you're not trying to eat donuts right now that's not in alignment with your vision you are not trying to consume donuts and yet you are like ah, they've got an apple fritter and so you grab the apple fritter almost without even thinking it's already in your mouth chewing it before you realize that it happened and then you're like ah, oh, man this is not this is not how this was supposed to go and so you know we go into self beat up. And it's like, I see, this is why do I even bother? I'm the worst. Like I have no self-control. I'm so weak-willed. This is why I'm never going to God's grace comes in and covers that. And just, you know, he has compassion for us. He understands biologically we're addicted to sugar. It's a thing. And, you know, there's grace to cover the mistake. The other side of grace that provides the fuel is when you're like, okay, what, what happened there? And really getting curious about Okay, you know what? I I didn't have breakfast this morning. Of course, if I'm hungry without breakfast and walk into the office and my favorite donut is there calling my name, I'm going to eat it, right? Or even two of like not feeling like you have the, the mindset for it. It's his grace that and en- that's it, the Holy Spirit that enables you to have the perspective of looking at that box and being like, oh, a box of donuts, versus this like utter deep temptation that's like drawing you in against your will and it's by his grace that you get to the point where it it, it's a different experience
0: for you i love that i love your apple fritter story i guess i'm like (laughs) okay how many times has that happened everybody raise your hand i mean yeah it's it's the apple fritter that would do me in so that's that's why it's my example (laughs) Um, i love it i'm like when i think about a box of donuts i have not had a proper donut in three years Because of being gluten free. Yeah. And just finding good gluten free donuts is like impossible. So, (laughs) if you ever come to San Diego, I've got a spot for you. Okay. Well, maybe I'll make a trip. (laughs) But for me, it would be the lemon donut, like the lemon inside. Oh, okay. Uh huh. Yeah. That sounds so good right now. But, (laughs) Um, I love that you're talking about these two sides of grace, like grace to cover the mistake, but also grace getting curious about, okay, how did it happen? Why did it happen? Mm -hmm. And allowing the Holy spirit into that space for you to process Mm -hmm. and, and then show up differently next time, Mm -hmm, work mm -hmm. on that mindset behind why the action took place. And so that's huge, super, super important stuff. And one of the things I wanted to talk about was um in this apple fritter story goes straight into it because like you said, we're humans like he knows we're going to be addicted to sugar. And so um I know that you have this really cool. Sugar. I don't, I don't even want to say the word. I don't want people to like click off and not listen, but like sugar fast, (laughs) sugar, um, something (laughs) sugar, something, sugar fast that you're going to document, I guess, um, that you're going to share with us. So do you want to tell us a little Mm -hmm. bit more about that? Or maybe even just some, some basics about sugar. You were, you were telling me about it before we hit record and I'm like, this is gold. Yeah, of course. So it is indeed a sugar fast. And I was telling Sasha, I was like,
1: I don't like fasting. <laughs> I made a, sh- I made a fasting devotional as someone who would routinely get upset with her husband when he's just, you know, trying to do what Jesus called us to do and fast. I'm like, why are you, you have to do it all day. You have to do it during dinner time. Like, <laughs> so anyways, it- it's something Jesus called us to do and it's so powerful. It's so powerful. And when we really create that void in our, our lives, that space to basically show, I, I need you, Jesus. I literally cannot do this without you. He's so faithful to fill that in. And I think fasting in general is something, I mean, I can't, I, I did not do that growing up. It wasn't something that I, you know, really heard much about or anything. And it was kind of presented in interesting situations or whatnot. And, and I think, you know, there's, there's also the actual physical component of fasting. Intermittent fasting is really popular right now. Right. And it's people see it as a form of weight loss. Then I've heard people, you know, when they do fast, they kind of feel bad. Cause like, ah, like I'm doing the fast. Cause I want to do the fast for Jesus, but I'm also kind of excited that I might lose a couple pounds and like, so, and it's like, is that okay? And, and so there's just so many different elements to it. And so in this sugar fast devotional, it's a five day sugar fast. It's a devotional, uh, it, it's it's quite the hefty PDF it goes into all the things of you know what's the mindset behind fasting from a spiritual standpoint what what does the Bible say about it what are we called to do what's the purpose of it how does it benefit us and then also from a physical standpoint when we fast what are the benefits benefits of fasting in general but then more specifically sugar and you would ask what are the effects of sugar and unfortunately as good as it tastes it's really not doing much for us at all. It has very little nutritional value other than potentially providing a short burst of energy. Uh, but there are far better sources that aren't going to give you a crash afterwards. And that aren't going to, you know, give you a, a blood sugar spike that re- causes inflammation and hormonal, hormonal imbalances. So with that said, you know, sugar and, and the sad thing is, and we go about the, the I go over this in the guide as well. Sugar isn't just straight sugar. I was very surprised to find that if I were to consume, say a bowl of pasta and then a bowl of, of, uh, ice cream, there's potentially the same amount of carbs in both. And depending on, you know, what's in either bowl protein or fat wise, there's a good chance that the pasta is going to spike it, your blood sugar more than the ice cream. Because the ice cream has protein and fat, because the dairy, and so when we look at refined carbs like pasta, bread, crackers, muffins, cookies, et cetera, all those kinds of things, even when we're you know thinking we're trying to be healthier with like sandwiches or pretzels or pita chips, that somehow tried to be disguised as healthy snacks, but they're still just processed grains. You know those spike your blood sugar, and those still have the same effect as if you were to consume straight table sugar. And unfortunately that leads to a lot of unwanted inflammation and it can perpetuate stress hormones in your body. And and yeah, there's just a lot that goes into it. Now, with that said, my, what I guide my clients in is not okay guys, like we're cutting all these things out, like no more, no more fun. Um, And that's part of the vision driven dynamic is, we make choices in alignment with our vision. So for me, I want to live to be over a hundred healthy and well doing all that God's called me to do, assuming, you know, I get to that age and, but it's not going to be because of any health issues that I, <laughs> that I, you know, don't make it there. At least it's not what I'm, I'm planning on. I want to be able to play with my great, great grandkids. I want to be faithfully serving. And because of that, it doesn't make sense for me to consume Honestly, to go through any drive-through, it doesn't make sense for me to, you know, eat the box stuff anymore. Like I used to, like I said, all the shake and bake, all the TV dinners, so many things, lunchables. Um, and so with that said, it doesn't make sense to eat that on the regular. However, I'm trying to create something sustainable. It's going to last me my whole life. So when I go out to date night with my husband, do I sometimes have processed grains? Yes do I sometimes have the apple fritter? Yes. Now mostly it's usually only like half because there's the law of diminishing returns where the first couple bites are like heaven. And then you finish it and you're like, why did I do that? So I try (laughs) to only have the like good experience. I know like where that line is for me at this point, but yeah, but the sugar fast just creates a really great opportunity to Like we were talking about bringing God into the mundane, bringing him into those things that we wouldn't otherwise think of bringing him into. And it sets a great foundation moving forward because you realize, one, you become really aware of the foods that are undermining your health. Two, you become really aware of the voids where God isn't in, in your health. And when you finish the five days, you've basically set yourself up to move forward to make those choices in alignment of like, yeah, you know, I'm not going to never have some of these foods that I just fasted, but I know that I don't need to eat them all the time. And I know that I feel really good after these five days of doing this. And I definitely want to maintain this feeling. And so it just, yeah, it's a great launching pad for partnering with God and starting off on a a really healthy foot.
0: That's awesome. And I know you said it's like 40 pages.
1: (laughs) It is some of those like, you know, there's the title page, the team page, but there's also recipes because, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to leave a hang in there of like what you you're trying to cut out of your diet without providing recipes. We've got, let's see, three, six, nine, 12 recipes, dinner, lunch, snack, breakfast. We got you covered. So we also have, there's Bible verses that we give you in there to, to, you can cut, you can print it out and cut them out. There's the actual devotionals with space to write on it if
0: you decide to print it. Otherwise, you can use your journal. So it's pretty extensive. That is incredible. I'm super excited to get my hands on this. And I hope (laughs) listeners are too. Yes. Um, I wanted to ask you about um, maybe just some practical and tactical tips that you could Mm. give moms who are like, yeah, I'd love to do the sugar fast or prioritize my health or start working out, you know, getting Mm -hmm. active, Mm -hmm. but they're in this season, maybe like us with, Mm -hmm. you know, under one plus a preschooler. Um, how can we do so without like an overcome this feeling of selfishness or do so in Mm -hmm. simple ways? Like what are a few tips that you have for moms like us? Yeah. You know what? I was just As someone who's very much
1: like, yes, you must prioritize your health. That's one of the most selfless things you can do because then you show up as your best self. And, you know, being someone who really waves that banner this past week, I was feeling really just like, man, I can't catch a break. Like, I'm just my life is changing diapers and feeding babies and like playing with kids. And of course, you know, we love them, but I'm just like, I just, I just need a moment. And so I finally did. I got my moment and I was like, I'm going to the gym. And then as I was going to the gym, I left the the boys with my husband and he'd been working a lot. And part of me like felt bad, like, oh, he shouldn't have to watch them. I need to watch them. And then I was just like, you know what? Like, this is one hour, <laughs> one hour. And you know, sometimes it's not even an hour, it's 30 minutes. And I, I went and I made the most of it. I was really intentional with my workout. And when I came back, I, the, those endorphins, I was like, give me my babies. I'm ready. Like, I'm ready to love these little guys. I'm ready to play. Like, and it it's a game changer. And it's just so important that we realize the, the result, the what's on the other side of prioritizing those habits, even getting outside for a 15 minute walk, you know, and even if you have to throw them in the stroller or whatnot, or strap them to you, getting outside and walking is huge for your mental health, for your, your physical health and, or making sure you're getting enough water, even, you know, and, and one part of the problem is we, especially depending on how old your kids are, but I feel like at any age, we're kind of in a way living on, in a reactive pattern because it's like, what do they like? We're just here to cater to what they need when they need it. And we don't know what they're going to need when they're going to need it. Sometimes we do obviously, but it's like, mom, I need ba, da, 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 like, ah, like, you know, and so part of what needs to happen is really being able to set those intentions and to, to hold to them. So it's like, all right, I'm going to work out three times this week. And that, is a good first step. But then to take it even further and say, I'm gonna work out on Monday during so-and-so's nap and Tuesday before the kids wake up, and then Friday I'm gonna go on a walk with so-and-so. Like you have to get that specific. Otherwise, it's just not gonna happen. We think that it's a motivation issue when really it's actually a a planning, intention issue. We have to actually put things in place. It's not
0: just going to happen, especially if it's not already our pattern. Yes. I love it. I couldn't agree more. I just had a podcast episode come out, uh, I think a couple weeks ago that talked about setting intentions versus being intentional and how they're Ooh. different, but that you can, you can piggyback that one right on this one because, yeah. because that really helps differentiate, you know, you set the intentions, but just like you said, but then you have to hold on to them. Right. You have to set them in a way that that you've created the space for yourself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's what I find most often with my clients is we can we can say we want to do things, but if we're not putting space for them on our calendars, right, we're easily going to find a way to just bump it off. If it's something that's just yep. over here on this to-do list yes. or floating around in our head, And it's Mm -hmm. something that's for us. We're always going to find a way to mentally be pulled away, whether that's, yeah, like, just like you were saying, Mm -hmm. oh, I shouldn't have to leave my husband with my kids. You know, I should, I should probably just not even go to the gym, whatever. We'll come up with these excuses or, or we'll have, you know, a baby spitting up or a poopy diaper or, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever come in the way. But if it's on your calendar, if you've created that space for it in your schedule with your time, you're so much more likely to follow through. And so Mm -hmm. I love that you had said that just walking outside, drinking water, setting intentions and, and really nailing in and honing in on the planning part so that you're not relying on motivation and like willpower to, to push you through. You've made the plan, just stick to the plan. Super, super that, good stuff. And I love th- this kind of piggybacks too. Just like going on a walk outside, you're involving your kids mm-hmm, or drinking mm-hmm. more water. It can be very, very simple things. Mm-hmm, and I, and mm-hmm. I even recommend that starting out simple, having mm-hmm. gone on my own health transformation, mm-hmm. right? Starting out simple, as simple mm-hmm. as you can make it. I'm going to drink an eight ounce glass of water when I wake up in the morning before doing anything else, like simple things and then build on top of them and in simple things, A lot happens in the simple things. It's just like bringing Jesus into the mundane. Absolutely. And I think it's
1: easy to get caught up on, oh, I had set out to work out before the kids woke up, but I was too tired. And now, and that's why I can't work out or that's why I don't work out. And so a concept I think is really helpful is to have, to hold, uphold standards over the schedule. So the standard is I'm going to get three workouts in this week the schedule is okay. Yeah. You were planning to do it before the kids woke up and then you're going to do it during so-and-so's nap, et cetera. But sometimes it doesn't happen. Obviously we know that our plans are always being ripped from underneath us. It's probably the most challenging part for me as a mom. Cause I like things to go the way I want them to go. However, that's upholding the standard, of like, okay, I did not work out this morning. Okay. Can I fit that in later today? Or can I squeeze that in tomorrow? But making sure like you're not going to drop that because that's for you. And ultimately it's for them because you being the healthiest version of yourself enables you to be the uh, the best version of yourself for your kids, your family, etc. And so don't, <laughs> I'll describe myself when I'm getting thrown off track. Cause like I said, I like things to go the way that I want. I think motherhood is one of the best transformative, refining things (laughs) that you can possibly do. I said, I'm like the little ants that are in a line and then you swipe your finger through and they're like, like, that's how I feel (laughs) when something doesn't go my way. But if we can learn like the line, you know, finger swipes through and to be able to say like, wait a second, I thought that I was going to go across right here, but all I got to do is go around over here and just being able to really have that vision. Where are you going? Don't let this,
0: you know, derail you just adjust pivot. Yes. So good. I wrote down evaluation when you said uphold the standards Mm. over the schedule. That is, that is so huge about taking the time to evaluate what worked, what didn't, did i miss it why did i miss it and how can mm-hmm. i find a way to yes why did i miss it so that you can address that issue the next time mm-hmm. right if it if that same excuse or whatever keeps coming up if you if you nail in that evaluation you're able to pivot and adjust this time and pivot and adjust maybe even pre-pivot and adjust next time if you're like okay well if the baby poops everywhere mm-hmm. right as we're getting ready to walk out the door to the gym the next time you know this yeah. is how i'm going to handle that situation um, so I love it, and I love what you said about motherhood too. Like it is, motherhood is a journey through sanctification for sure. I, exactly. I'm convinced. Like God made it this way for a reason, mm-hmm. and um, I think really focusing on that aspect that it truly it's for our good. Right? You know, it yeah. is for our good, and it grows us to be better, better people, better humans, better moms. Is so so important. So. Mm-hmm. Goodness, Robin. I, I loved everything you've shared today. And, um, I feel like we could keep talking forever, (laughs) but for the sake of time, let's let these moms get back to their day. But beforehand, I want to know where can people find you and connect with you? Where can they find that freebie of the Mm -hmm. sugar five day sugar fast? Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe we'll even do that as a group over the intentional mom life with Jesus community, because I know I'm going to be doing it. So if you want to do it with me, jump on over in there. But Robin, where can we find you? Where can we find all that fun stuff?
1: Yes. So to square away the sugar fast, you go to madewellhealth.com, M-A-D-E-W-E-L-L health.com forward slash sugar fast. You'll get that there. Just plug in your name and email and it'll be You'll, I think you'll have access to it on the next page and then you'll get an email for it. And then best way to connect with me, honestly, I'm always putting out different tips, encouragements on my social media. So you hop on my Instagram is Robin, R-H-I-N-E underscore M-C-D. Or you can just look up Robin Ryan McDonald. I'm the, I'm the only one. <laughs> or well, same thing for Facebook. Just look up my name and you'll find me.
0: Awesome. So perfect. I'll be sure to include those links in the show notes as well. So if you want to snag that sugar fast or um, connect with her on Facebook or Instagram, I will definitely drop those so you can have a quick click to get over there. And um, yeah, maybe I can say it here. I'll, I'll cut it off this audio if not, but <laughs> you heard it here first, y'all. Robin is going to be starting a podcast of her own. So pretty soon you'll be Woo! able to connect with her <laughs> that way and just even hear more of these valuable tips that she has to share, y'all. There were like so many topics we could have chose from to, to share with you guys today. And I feel like we've covered like not even the surface of, of what Robin has to share. So definitely go connect with her so you can learn more about that. And thank you again, Robin. I hope you and all the listeners have a blessed day. Hey, friends. Robin didn't mention this in her podcast episode because we recorded it before her podcast existed. But she now has a podcast of her own called Vision Driven Health, where she delivers healthy tips and so much more in a faith-based format over on visiondrivenhealth.com or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And don't forget, a Purposeful Priorities Clarity Call is available for you. So scroll down, click that link in the show notes, book yours, and let's get clear on what is for you in this season.